Hello, humans. Welcome to Frontline, a leadership and business podcast brought to you by Peregrine Corporate Services, an Isle of Man-based fiduciary provider. My name is Martin Hall, and thank you for listening. Today, we're joined by Andy, founder of Dot Performance. Welcome, Andy. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. No pleasure. Appreciate taking a little bit of time out of your day, so we're, we're all busy. I think, like we do with most guests, uh, just to get to know you a little bit better, and, and the guests, to, uh, the audience, to, to get to know a bit better, where did you uh, originally grow up? Uh, so I was born in the Isle of Man, um, Manx born, bred, yes sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I tried to escape a few times, but I always ended up coming back. Um, yeah, I grew, back I on the in, island? Yeah. Uh, well, I grew up in Onkin. Um, we had a corner shop uh, called Kelly's Corner Shop. It's, it's okay. gone yeah. now, but, uh, but yeah, so essentially we lived in the um, in the house adjoining to the shop, and um, so I grew up around this uh, around this always open shop, if if you like, and and pretty much we you know it was a small shop, but we we sold everything we possibly could, uh, you know, a convenience store. And for um, those who, those who watch a bit of TV, did it have a have an arc right till in it? Um, yeah, it probably did. <laughs> <laughs> Slam and shot on your hands. Yeah. I do yeah. remember that shop, actually. I didn't know you had that shop. Uh, yeah. I do, do remember that shop, yeah, down down towards Onkin Park. Yeah, so, so I, I grew up there. I think we uh, we bought it when I was seven. Right. And um, I think we left when I was 11 or 12. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, so it was, it was a big part of my, my life back then, if you like. Um, what, what was your yeah. schooling? Where were you schooling? Uh, so we, uh, I went to Balcomy and uh, and then after that, I went to uni at Edge Hill to study business and management. Okay. Um, what took you down the path of business management? Was that um, that age? I've always, always, I've, cool. Yeah, I've, I've always been interested in business. I guess, you know, in, in a way it's in my blood, maybe because we grew up in, a, in the shop, you know, so you seeing transactions and you're stocking shelves and you know um, lumping coals and gas around to the front and things like that um so yeah i've, I've always just uh, been interested in business and um at a level it was definitely my favorite subject um business management um and i just seemed to get it you know just just naturally kind of get it yeah um so um yeah so it was uh, it was obvious to me to study business and management at uni um, and wh- where was the uni you went to? Sorry, where did you say you went to? It was uh, it was Edge Hill, okay, part of Lancaster. Right, um, okay. Yeah, so um, it was um, it was a fairly uh, you know it was only like twelve hours a week, so it was it was there where I started to uh, uh, to study uh, and well, not so much study, try to try to make money. You know, I was um, intending to be a dot com millionaire at the time because okay. dot com boom. Um, and uh, so I started to study websites and and do that in my in my free time. Okay, building them for building them for I guess small businesses, maybe that type of things. Family. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. So we had um, we we had a, a my initial thing was a student site, and um, you know I got to got to grips with that, designing it, building it, um, and I started to wonder why nobody was coming to it. So then um, I started to study search engine optimization. Uh, that kind of thing and um, and then when once I was getting traffic to it I uh, was realizing that um, the traffic weren't doing what, what I wanted them to do so I started to study user psychology um, and conversion rate optimization and um, yeah it became um, 
you know, kind of uh, living in a breathing kind of passion, really learning about all that. And so, then, and then I started to get asked about doing that for other people, um, and uh, so I started to to do some website services for people, that kind of thing. Right. So, so interesting. The psychology side of things. Talk a little bit about that, because that's uh, yeah. So, um, well, every every website ultimately has a conversion rate, and the, and the conversion being what what you want them to do. So, for example, it might be join a subscriber list. Uh, it might be filling a form, uh, filling a lead form. It might be make a purchase. Um, it might be register for an account. So, um, so every website has one of these. It's the conversion rate, and, it, and it's really the for businesses. It's the acid test of how effective that that site is in terms of how many people actually complete the conversion. Um, now, your average website conversion is about one percent. So, if you imagine for every hundred visitors, you only get one that. That, yeah. that do what you want them to do but it but if you can look at the psychology of that and start to try and um, improve that conversion rate through things like changing languages changing colors changing imagery um, uh, that kind of thing then you can get a much better conversion rate so if you so if you've got a site that's um, getting a, a two or three percent conversion rate then you're going to get double or triple the people through yeah. from the same traffic so what, so what that does is it reduces your um, uh, cost of advertising substantially. It ma- makes the whole thing much more effective. Um, yeah, interesting. So yes, so that's so that's been my kind of area of study throughout, throughout okay. my career. I'll dig into that into a bit more of that in it when we when we come on to on to chat a bit about dot performance. So sure. th- when you when you finished at uni, was that to come? Was the plan always to come back to the island? Uh, no, no, it was to it was to escape abroad. So. Um, uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I, I always wanted to live abroad at that time. So my my first joint was to Cyprus, um, and uh, I was actually offered a, a teaching job, but um, it, it really wasn't for me. You know, I, I think I spent an afternoon with uh, a bunch of uh, five year old kids, <laughs> and at the time I was like, no, no, this is not for me. This is not me. Yeah. Yes. So I opened uh, I opened a business out there, and I got together with a graphic designer. And uh, we start to do similar things to uh, to what we uh, do today, really. Um, and it, on, on paper, it was going really, really well. But um, you know, I started to understand more about the kind of business culture in Cyprus, and um, I was dealing with small businesses at the time. And then, uh, uh, when it came to getting deposits and payments and things like that, it was always kind of tomorrow, tomorrow, or well, go and see this guy because he owes me some money, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. And I was like, I'm not a debt collector. Um, <laughs> so, so eventually, I I returned to the island and um, I started uh, basically. Well, I, I was flat broke at the time, um, and I was still really interested in offering digital services, but but for the Isle of Man, and. Um, but at the time, my dad was like, oh, forget all this this website nonsense, you know, and uh, go and get yourself a proper job. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so, so that's what I did. I, I became a management trainee at, at Derla, the ship management company. And um, I started their, their management program, which was really good. Um, and I made some some brilliant friends there. Um, I met my wife there as well, actually, who, mm-hmm. who, who's now um, a co-partner in the business. And um, 
yeah but uh, but eventually uh, you know i was um i wanted to to get back to the to the thing that i, I knew really well which which was websites and um uh, so when i started to to think about the next career move um initially i was going to go into accountancy which my which my dad would have liked um but um i got offered a, an opportunity at charterhouse um up in ramsey who uh, was essentially a contractor company and um so i joined them in, as online executive and spent a few years there and um became the online marketing manager um and uh, and, and they basically allowed me to take what I knew and develop that skill on, on, on their business. Right. Um, and it went, it went really well. You know, we, uh, we were able to, to transform the way that they were marketing themselves and use new digital mediums and things like that to attract, to attract business in uh, and also uh, service their customers as well. So, um, but in the, eventually in the, in the background, my, uh, uh, my wife's department at Dula were um, being moved to Germany. And so we decided we were going to make this move to to Germany, and uh, oh. so I put a note notice in on my job, and, um, and put a notice in on my house, and all that kind of stuff. And um, at the last minute, the uh, her work permit fell through because of the um, uh, just the way the Germany work permits were at the time. And then so we were left um, we were left homeless, and uh, wow, and, uh, you, you know, without any any income really. Um, but my intention was always to go to, to Germany and to open up a company. So I was already working on that in the background. And I think I was 26 at this time. And, um, we were really fortunate that that shot house turned around and, uh, uh, and said, well, you know, we'll be your first customer. Um, so that was a, a, a great start yeah, for, yeah. for top performance that it is today. Yeah. Um, I, I- and back then was that was the thought always then to set up on your own and develop your own business or was it kind of just the opportunity arrived no so it, it's it's always been my plan to have businesses if you like um yeah. you know I, I guess some people would say I, i'm not employable anymore <laughs> you know? but, uh, <laughs> yeah um it's just yeah it's just always been within me to um to have businesses and um um yeah so it was a, a really natural progression um and uh yeah so it, it was it was always a plan and um it i've um it, it will always be there for me if you like yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You and know. looking looking at it today is it looking back at that time is it is it is it grow i mean it's it's a big firm now is, is it is it where you'd expected it to have been to be now looking back you know looking forward back then would you expect it to grow into the size you are now well, back then it was um, it was always just about being the very best at, at what you do, and I always had this kind of philosophy: if you're if you're the best at what you do, and you're in the right environment, like the Isle of Man, uh, they used to have this this uh, saying: you know, freedom to flourish. Um, then I think you can do really well here. Um, and so um, back then it was just about: I'm going to make the best. Uh, digital agency uh, that's that's possible and I'm going to bring uh, these new types of services to local businesses um, you know and um, and I guess over the years it's it's still pretty much remained the same although what we do is now much bigger 
and um, and the variety of services has, uh, has changed. Um, yeah, there's a lot of scope within that because I think, uh, and maybe you could expand on this kind of bog standard, you know, let's create a website, but there's, there's I guess, a lot more around that dig- digital aspect of things. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, the, the whole industry has changed dramatically since we started, because we started in 2006, um, you know, and, and I think we're, we're older than many of the, you know, uh, big names that you know today or, or, or a similar age, you know, Twitter and things like that. So um, everything is, uh, has changed quite substantially. And um, the interesting thing is that uh, most people think it's got easier because uh, as a user, things have become much easier to use, you know, so people can publish their own content on Facebook and all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, back then you couldn't you couldn't really do that things um you know you, you, the public didn't really have a voice um or if they did it was via traditional press and writing letters and, uh, and things like that you know so um so yeah so the the whole world changed and um but but nowadays it's it's actually much more complex because you've got so many um device types and browser types and you've got uh cyber security to uh, to take into account um it's uh, a, a much more complex job than, than what it was back in back in 2006. Yeah, and I guess certainly for you, for customers as well, obviously customers want to be heard and your job's obviously help them be heard. And when there's so much noise, because there are so many channels to publish, uh, you have to therefore also stand out, I guess, as well, part of your... Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think the small businesses of the past, um, you know, they didn't really have the, the media reach which they've got available today to them, um, mm-hmm. you know, so cheaply. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, so back then, it was, you know, the big, the big players who were spending a lot of money in advertising, you know, they'd won. Uh, but now what we're seeing, of course, is uh, micro businesses and small businesses who can, who can eat away at these uh, big businesses' uh, market share. You know, yeah. and uh, and they, they can use the digital channels to 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 do that. Um, yeah. In in those early days of the business as well, did you did you have a, a a particular? You know, when you look at people setting up business, did you have a strategy and a strategy type of document, or did you just have this concept of you know just getting clients on board, building those relationships, and or were you a bit more strategic around it? No. So um, so back then it was. Um, um, and still now, really, it, it, it's about helping people. And um, so we, we have a product base nowadays, um, you know, uh, uh, available products, which we uh, which we can roll out. But um, but most of our work is still custom. So it, it's, it's largely about discovery with each business um, oh. and, you know, sitting down with them and, and, and understanding where they want to go, uh, what's not working, um, what they think might work and, and also benchmarking competition and um, and figuring out strategy for them. Um, mm. And it, and I don't really care what we use. I mean, on, on staff, we've got um, branding people, design people, developers, marketers. Um, and as such, you know, it, it, if it's within our power to do so, it doesn't really matter what, what service uh, we can offer to them, as, as long as it's delivering value and yeah. some form of transformation for them. So, so we we obviously cross paths within the, within the Peregrine. We're, we're rebranding at the moment, and are certainly aware of the I believe the value of of brand to businesses. 
it's always hard to, to particularly put a number on it. But if you if you kind of had to describe the importance of branding and what what it brings to companies, how would you summarize that for people that may be thinking about that or thinking about their brand at the moment? I think the uh, one of the biggest changes in branding in recent years is towards customer centricity. And um, well, that, that, those are the terms that have been coined, but but really it's always been about that. Um, but it's it's about really speaking to your customers about how you can help them as opposed to yourself. Um, so it, it comes down to finding an accurate brand position and um, trying to be remarkable within your space. Yeah. Um, I think remarkable is a really important word. Um, you know, um, it, because obviously branding touches identity and design, but it but it's much more than that. Um, so so really, our job is to try and make every touch point that a brand has, every time um, a customer touches your brand, to make it a positive one. So, um, so the psychology you talked about earlier is so bleeding into that of what do these colours emote in regard to feelings and that I assume that type of thing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, so, so what you want from design is uh, is obviously an affinity with the with the audience, but importantly, brand recall. Um, so, in in your case, you now have um, a very very unique brand, you know. So, um, uh, and hope hopefully users will be uh, will be able to recall it uh, straight off. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, a lot of it comes down to brand communication more than anything as well. So. Um, you know, nowadays um, it's good practice to get a, a copywriter uh, and a marketer to help you position accordingly to your market yeah. um, and to really be saying things that resonate in a human-centric way with, uh, with your customer base. Okay. Um, and, and trying to avoid it just all being about you and uh, and try and make it about them, you know. Yeah, okay, yeah. And, and then also... There must be an element, I guess, of, of ensuring there's a, when you're looking at employees as well that it represents what they are as well, and for them represents, I guess, some identity for them as well. To as part of, because ultimately they're often the front-facing people in the business that they uh, it motivates yeah. them. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, uh, brands are really effective tool at bringing your customers and team together around a common purpose. Um, I mean, I think many rebranding exercises are actually about team motivation and to make the team believe in what the company's doing um so yeah that's um an important part of any rebranding exercise is uh, to not just get the team to buy into it um but um you know to re-establish values and re-establish attitudes uh, and things like that so um, it can be a very very effective tool for um, team motivation and uh, and and bringing positivity in a, a brighter future, you know. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And generally, you know, I kind of use the word tips and advice around branding. Is the because I guess some place, some people as well try try and do it in house as well. Is that 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 method that you obviously you must prefer to be doing the work for them? I'm sure, but is yeah. that that something people should always really try and seek that? I say that professional advice to even if it's just an opinion to. To make sure they're going down the right angle. Yeah, I think you know there's a plethora of um, uh, different design services uh, available nowadays, but it's but it but it's much more than just than just design from a branding perspective. 
um, you know, it, it, it really does uh, deserve some thought and, um, you know, some strategic awareness of whereabouts you want to be positioned in the market. Um, so, so for me, that's, um, it, it, it's, it's not something you have to go over the top on, you know, there's, there's plenty of branding services which waste your time doing things which you don't really need. Um, but it's something you have to live with as a business for a long period of time as well, you know. Yeah. Um, so we help businesses with with things like naming and modeling and things like that as well. But, um, you, you know, um, you have to, if, if it's a brand new business, you have to live with that name for yeah. potentially decades. Yeah, 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 <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's not something that should just be uh, cast off. And... Um, and the thing about if you, if you get your, your branding right, then you can, uh, I don't want to go into marketing speech, but you know, you can, you can develop this tribe and, and this tribe will develop referral for you. Um, you yeah. know, so um, it's, uh, it's a really important aspect and it, and it does deserve more than just knocking something together or, or using a, a cheap design service. Yeah, right. yeah, okay. um, I mean, half, half, half of the battle is, uh, is, is really, um, you know, understanding who you are and, and how you're different. Um, and I guess if you can answer those questions yourself, then by all means use, uh, yeah, you know, use a, a design service, which, uh, which will get you there yeah, uh, yeah. easily. But um, in my experience, it's, it's hard for position uh, for companies to describe themselves, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and for yourself, your own kind of, general life self to self sort of self-development in the business environment is that just continuing learning the latest trends the you know educating yourself i guess through online stuff and things like that yeah i'm i'm lucky because i get real um deep insights into my clients businesses so um you you know they're they're really open with us and um because i kind of love business and uh, you know understand uh, understand business and, uh, and want to know more. I mean, that's really, you know, I've got a lot to be thankful for, uh, for the experiences that I, that I get from my client base. Yeah. Um, you know, and, uh, and I learn a lot of them and where I can, we apply our, uh, our tools and knowledge to, uh, to help them uh, digitally adapt, I think. Yeah. And the future for you, for yourself, your business just continue to grow, continue to service clients and, yeah, we had we had huge plans because uh, it was a new decade. So, um, you know, January was all about um, uh, developing the business, and uh, you know, we were uh, we, we had big aspirations of, of where we wanted to go, and uh, we were doing all of these presentations and uh, you know all that kind of thing to the team. Um, and uh, of course, now you know that seems like absolute nonsense, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so we, we had big plans and um, we were developing other businesses as well, um, different platforms and things like that. Um, oh. all, all, you know, all of which have now unfortunately been delayed. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, it's kind of, for me, it's kind of see this year out and, um, uh, and start, again, start again next year. Um, yeah. Although we are, you know, at the same time, we've been forced to look at ourselves and, um, and our, adapt ourselves for a low touch economy um 
and um, you know start to think about how we're communicating and there's an element of rebranding in there um, there's a, a lot of writing to do and um, we're also being aware of uh, you know what what new markets we might be able to reach yeah yeah I hear that quite a bit from people of while it's a, it's a peculiar time at the moment it's it's also a time to assess what you're doing are you doing it the right way can you do it other ways as well so there are positives yeah. I guess to take out the situation uh, yeah, if people want to reach out to you, Andy, what's the best way to do that? Uh, come to our website, uh, .com, and okay. um, you can book a meeting on there. And if you if you want to book a meeting with me, you're more, more than welcome. Okay, great. Thank you. Well, I'll add them to the, to the show notes uh, on the podcast. And I appreciate your time for joining me today. No, thank you. Thanks again for listening. Be back soon.